and welcome to the MPCA Cricket Show here on RPP. Jace, back for another one. This is a good one, and it's sub-district preview. Yes, uh, yeah, very relevant to, to me this year. Very relevant. I'm looking forward to... Because you did so well on the tipping last year that yeah. uh, you better <laughs> learn a bit better. Brilliant on teams. the tipping. Yeah, don't follow my <laughs> advice. But uh, very interested to pick the brain of uh, the gentleman beside me today as well. Absolutely. We've got Jason Mathers, header as people know him, in the studio. We usually say it's Jason Mathers from Cricket Victoria. I don't know whether we introduce you like that anymore, Jace. No, mate, just uh, mongrel from the peninsula. <laughs> okay. Probably the best way to go. One yeah. of those lower grade uh, hacks. I will be this year. Yeah. It'll be good fun. I have to umpire and score. I don't know about that, Jace. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I jumped on the scorebook real quick. Then I didn't have to stand out in the. <laughs> I used to do the other way around. Yeah. I'd go out and umpire and get someone else to do the scorebook when, uh, when I was. In the lower grades, just try and bat for as long as you can. That's the other thing. Out all yeah. day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. or teach t- teach Tommy how to score an umpire. <laughs> get him good. out there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, we're, we're, as I said, we're going to look at the the uh, the subbies soon. We've got uh, three guests. Uh, we shall be phoning in from some various clubs. We'll look at each club. We'll also talk to Kim Jackson later, which will be interesting. To get her perspective. We know that there's women's cricket as well as girls' cricket and she's been one of the initiators. Doing a great job. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But look, for the first five minutes or so, we might just chat to Jace about how many seasons? I think we're saying 20 off air. 20, yes. Lucky enough to... Uh, I always said um, working in cricket, no, I was pretty lucky and it's always better than a real job so yeah. uh, I didn't classify it as a real job I was pretty lucky um, to be working in cricket and, and um, you know working with schools and yeah. all those cricket blast programs and you know all the like it's been been a magnificent journey great trip yeah Absolutely. So uh, you have a few highlights. Let's mention some of those. Now I know at one point you were the manager or coach or both of the the deaf cricket team. Yes, I'm st- I've been lucky enough to hang on to that gig. Um, yeah, oh, good. So, yeah, so good. coach of the Australian deaf cricket team with yep. um uh, with our own Zach King yeah. um, recruited in there. There's a great story behind that. But yeah. um, the uh, yeah, we haven't had any – we had a World Cup in um, Delhi, which was just off mm. the off the chart, which mm. was awesome. But um, That's when we sometimes get that photo of you wearing that, that silly hat. Which one? No. Oh. One of those. Neil's good at Indian finding ones, the, the yeah. worst photos <laughs> of him and then putting them up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, he's a bit of a stalker, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, boys. Thanks. <laughs> the, uh, but um, we, we were supposed to go to uh, Dubai for a one-day mm-hmm. World Cup. That was a 2020 World Cup yep. in um, Delhi, but obviously got cancelled. Yeah, yeah. But we're looking to um, run a Ashes tournament. Mm-hmm. Um the Deaf Ashes, they call it, wow. which will be run in Northern Territory, hopefully in the middle of the year, next okay. year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that we can get that off the ground. So that is England versus yep. Australia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of lot of hurdles to jump to get sure. that across, but that's what we're aiming for. It's been pretty tough, um, you know, with the squad across the right. um, country not really having a, um, a national tournament to sort of aim for. Um, yeah, but, uh, co- yeah, so coaching them... Um, Big country, big country for about six or seven years. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm pretty, pretty proud of the work we did there because we turned that around. At um, the year I took over from Braddles, they um, the tournament was in Geelong. Yep. Um, and normally, when you have a home tournament, you you're almost favourite. Mm. And um, the for whatever the reason, they only had fifteen people trial. Oh, okay. Um, so the the the, the next year. 
um, and I got a lot of advice from Brattles as well um, and sort of took on a lot of that nomination process mm-hmm. myself. Just brought it into the new age. They yep. used to fill in a bit of paper and yeah. send it in, and I just went, no, 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 we c- you, you've got you've to got go to out. chase a few guys. You've got to see who's finishing yeah. Premier Cricket. You've got to see who's making the most runs, and you've got to phone them and say, yeah. do, you, do you want to come along? And we had 50 yeah. trial. Wow, that's uh, Which yeah. was really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, one of those was Bobby Wilson, which yep. was great, and um, a few blokes from the peninsula, which was good. Um, yeah, so that... That, that was awesome. Great. I travelled all over the country, you know, places like Geraldton and, mm. and you know, uh, it was just awesome. Bundaberg was awesome. Yeah, it was a great place to play cricket. Um, yeah. We did talk to you before that one. It was a, a cra- or during it, I think, yeah. actually. And That's it was, right. It was yeah. a ripper, yeah. Yeah, but um, I've been lucky enough to do that. But And also, um, uh, went travelled to Mumbai um, as part of a... A coaching course there mm-hmm. as well, and um, went to Vanuatu, coached the Japanese team in Vanuatu. In and now they're gone for Darty, eh? They've got they've yeah, gone yeah, really yeah. up. Market, so that's yeah. they're our sort of sister yeah. state, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Ja- the, all the states look after a couple of countries, yeah. emerging countries, and yeah. Japan's one of ours, which was okay. which is really really cool. Mm. Hedda, when you're in India, did you get a sense of how big cricket is over there? Oh mate, they were after our autograph, <laughs> you know, because we were all. Decked out in exactly the same kit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just phenomenal. The um, following and and the, the amount of people that watched, um, yeah, it was. It's yeah, I, the, it, I'm a Collingwood supporter, and you know we've got our fair share of footy nuffies that love yeah, it. Yeah. And Melbourne in general is like footy crazy. Yeah. You, you get times that I, I'm not exaggerating. You times it by hundred. Well, and, and you get close to you know what um, what is in India's yeah. cricket? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. And just yeah. before we uh, move on to the the, the sub district, you've also uh, had an involvement coaching a lot of juniors. So over the twenty years, a couple of names sort of uh, spring to mind, do they? Oh, look, we've been really you know, obviously Paddy Rowe coming through yeah. is pretty cool. We, we haven't been as um, in Region Eight, Southeast Country, haven't been uh-huh. that successful in okay. the um, in the boys, as in getting them to play um, higher levels. Victoria, yeah. but we've got guys that have been on the periphery. Yeah, you know, Paddy Rowe's been one. Hopefully, mm. he's not too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, but Region Sixteen, the first year I started, I was managing two regions, and we and I remember we used to do these Tier One, Tier Two sort of training sessions with yep. the talented players, and it used to be run. By, by myself or the regional cricket managers because we never really had much staff. Mm. And in that was um, Johnny Holland and um, Pattinson. Mm-hmm. And they, and I remember doing a beat yeah. test. Yeah, doing a beat <laughs> test with them. They were 14 or whatever. And I beat them in the beat test. Wow. And, and uh, they were, you know, they were just kids. And, um, uh, you know, they've they've really gone on to be, yeah. obviously. Played, really both played point. for Australia. And yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really... Really, really good blokes too. Actually, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really down to earth, good fellas. So they still, but if you bump into them, they say good day. And that's one of the good things of cricket. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they they were probably two of the best. But plenty of the girls have gone on. You yes. know, Ellie Donald, and there's Been heaps of them. Yep. And um, Lucy Cripps, and yep. you know, um, yeah. So uh, the there's a real battle at the moment for the you know the talented sports girls um, yeah. with footy All the cricket sports, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 soccer as well so yeah. um yeah it's really really interesting and welcome back to the rwp cricket show for the mpca it's uh, the the sub district uh, preview and bellum park first cab off the rank Corey herford morning to you morning guys thanks for having me no uh, our pleasure and uh 
my understanding, uh, a new president there at Bellum Park? Yeah, first year uh, on the job as president. Been the secretary the last couple of years helping out, but uh, yeah, first year in the role, I suppose. All right. Now, well, one of the things I, I know, because I, I did have a bit of a chat to Zach Peterson uh, during the week, and he's been fabulous in getting you guys uh, up and rolling over the last year or two, but he's finding the travel a bit much, so I don't think Zach will be uh, playing a great deal of cricket with you. He might be up the line this year. Yeah, Zach's moved on to uh, to play cricket at Alstonwick, a bit close to his, his place, and uh, wants to have a crack at turf cricket, which uh, we fully support. He, he's done an awesome job with us the last few years, um, just really rebuilding the club and, and building up the culture to, to really push us forward for the future, I suppose. Oh, yes, indeed. Now, you've uh, appointed Anthony Joel senior coach and uh when i spoke to anthony he said no no talk to the talk to the prez he's the guy it'll be great to talk <laughs> to him and uh luke Mulder is his assistant yeah aj yeah, he palmed it off to me pretty quickly i think um <laughs> got a little bit spooked but um yeah aj came into came to the club last year as um as captain under under zach and really wanted to, to take the next step forward and and saw an opportunity to to push our guys a little bit further, um, and Luke's stepping in under him. Um, it's going to be fantastic. He's got a wealth of knowledge, um, and he, he done a lot of work out at the at the uh, soccer club at Somerville Soccer Club. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll be really good to have him on board as well. So uh, let, let, let's look a little bit last last year. Uh, Pradeep the Silver, your leading run scorer, and uh, we happened to see the game when he got his top score, the 179, which was just amazing uh, against Mount Martha. Uh, yeah, he, 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 he was down in the twos that game. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just, just sensational, uh, leading run scorer. But he, he probably had one of those years when he got a couple of starts and didn't go on with it. So he ultimately he might have been disappointed with his total numbers. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, we're sort of hoping a little bit more consistency out of Pradeep um, this year. I think he says towards the end of the season last year he got a uh, got a few iffy decisions, but um, I think everybody gets those. Um, but if he can, can fire the way he did against, against Mount Martha that day and can do that a little bit more often, it's definitely a huge advantage for us. And uh, David Cross returned to you guys last year and um, by the end of the season was starting to find his feet a bit, made 200 runs for the year. Yeah, Crossy was fantastic last year. It's just handy to have an old head and and someone that's been at Ballon Park from a long time back. So it was really nice having that uh, that senior head and and someone that's got roots at the the club as well to really try and, and push things forward. Now, my, my question last year probably would have been the depth of your bowling. So have you, have you been able to uh, do anything about that? Yeah, we're, we're really looking to, to push guys sort of the age between 20 and 25. We've got a kid named Ezra, Ezra Hughes, who's, um, who came through our juniors and has been playing in the lower grades quite a bit, and we see some huge potential in him. Um, we also got a kid named Aaron Audy who came across from Dallas Cone Park a couple of years ago and spent most of last year uh, injured and then trying to find some form coming back. So we're hoping with those two guys they can really push themselves and get a lot of improvement in our bowling from them. Yeah, fair, fair call. Yeah, Aaron, of course, I've seen Aaron in previous years and he's been handy. Yeah. Um, Corey, Jason Mathers here, mate. How are you, buddy? Yeah, not bad. That's good, mate. That's good. I, I'm, I know I've worked fairly closely with Zach 
um, over the years. He, he actually did some work for Cricket Victoria. He was a great um, uh, casual employee we had. And um, he, I, I noticed that they were, you, you guys have been working really hard on your junior um, teams. How, how, are you going, how are you going this year and how are they looking? I know it's difficult with COVID and all that kind of stuff, but you've got an under-10 team up and running, I believe. Yeah, so last year was our first time in, oh, would have been three or four seasons that we'd actually fielded a junior team. So we fielded an under-10s, um, and they had a ball, which was fantastic to see. And um looks like most of them are coming back, so we'll field a 10s and a 12s this year, which is huge for us. Oh, well done. And then hopefully then you can just keep bringing them in through the Woolworths um, Cricket Blast program and keep those 12s go to 14s, and before you know it, you've got the full contingent again. Yeah, that's it. That's the plan. And you never know. You know, every club wants that um, that team in about ten years' time of the the father son son team. So that, that's the overall goal to end up getting though that lower grade team with the kids playing with their parents. That's always good to see. Yeah, well done, Corey. Uh, Anthony Joel um, came to you guys, I think, from Seaford Tigers. I remember playing against him there. Yeah. Um, he had a, a a pretty productive year last year. Um, uh, he's still on board, and and uh, I guess you'd be expecting a fair bit with a bat with him from him this year. Yeah, AJ, he put together a few good scores. Um, I think he, a couple of times he just had to play a role. Um, I know that the game that Pradeep um, made big runs, he had to just play a role at the other end, trying to get him on strike. Um, he's a quality batsman. He, he knows his stuff. He knows what he needs to do. Um, puts a lot of pressure on himself too as a coach that he needs to perform. Um, so, yeah, he, he tries to lead the way in his own actions. So hopefully he can uh, get himself a couple of big scores this year. He's oh. a fantastic fielder, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a really yeah. good fielder. I'll be reminding the Bonio boys not to bowl short to him as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wears one of the better cricket hats I've seen as well. He yeah, wears he one of those. His, his, uh, his bucket hats. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bucket hat. It's a ripper. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, mate, um, just in the last minute or so uh, we've got with you, uh, last time when we spoke to Zach, he sort of said, look, you know, we think we'll be in the mix for the four, and you certainly were. In, in the end, you probably missed out by, by a, a game, a little bit of percentage and a few things like that. Uh, you, where have you got your sights set for this season? Uh, from what we've looked at, it's it's going to be a really open season. Yeah. Um, and even going from the end of last year, there were going into the last round. I think there were three, four teams that missed out on finals going to the last round. Um, and if if we had have gotten up over Rye, who were flying home at the end of last season, uh, we would have been in there. So um, I think every team starts the season really aiming for finals, and that's definitely going to be our goal: trying to to, to get ourselves into that finals position. So. Um, yeah, we'll see how we go. It's going to be a, a really tight, open competition, from what we can tell. Yeah. Um, with the with the uh, different numbers in the sub district grade, Corey, how's your how do you see your draw? Has it worked out favourably, or you know you, you you think you're playing a few more of the top sides twice? Uh, we haven't sat down and had a real tight look, a good look at the draw yet. Um, I, all I can tell you off the top of the head is I know we've got Mount Martha round one. Um, it's just take every game as it comes. If if you want to be the team that wins in the end, you've got to beat everyone else out there. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna yeah make sure every week we're we're performing to our best. I suppose. Great answer. Yeah, one week at a, one week <laughs> at a time, Corey. We love That's that. Always the president. <laughs> yeah, no, good, good on you, mate, and uh, well done on on your presidency, and uh, good luck to AJ and the boys. No worries. Thanks, guys. Look, I think they'll be in the mix again. 
I think we'll probably say that a lot over yeah. the next hour. Um, that, <laughs> or any team. Yeah. I think you can make a case for just about all 10. I reckon. Yeah, yeah I reckon you can. Uh, and Ballon Park, I, I thought last year was a, a really impressive year given where they had come from and, yeah, and they were do. sort of rebuilding mm-hmm. the club yeah. from almost from scratch. Uh, so to have the season they had was was good, and they found a found a couple, didn't they? That they did, and uh, there were a couple of guys we might have expected a bit more from. And um, there's one name I'm not allowed to mention, apparently, Matty Eager. I'm not allowed to mention his name anymore, but uh, <laughs> but there, there are a couple of guys who had a bit more potential than they actually presented during the year. So second time around on the format, yeah. um, they're, they're going to be very well, dangerous. Um, You'd I- want to play your best cricket against them otherwise you're going to lose well, pretty de silva it was yeah. also their standout bowler yeah. as well yeah like top s- top of wicket take yeah, yeah. At, at a spinner. really yeah. good average so yeah. yeah i think you're right and if they can find a little bit more depth with the bowling then yeah that would be what, there's no reason why they can't be playing finals so you say it's pretty even so the yeah. the 10 um team division is mm. is because you don't play everyone twice that's right um, yeah and it used to be, you, you know, you might get a team that was struggling a bit by the end of the year, you get them in a two-day and you yeah. get them in a one-day or all that yeah. kind of stuff. So you're saying, because it's pretty even, yeah. it's all one days, it's probably it not going to matter as yeah. much? Not as much. I, sort yeah, of looked, I, agree I looked, with looked that. at what yeah. you were saying before uh, yeah. or during the week and, uh, yeah, you, I, I don't think anybody could come up and say they had a really great draw, you know, that, oh, beauty, we play them twice yeah. and we miss yeah. out on them. And I think if there's you, none of that. I think if you do that as well, if you're saying, oh, look, we've got a great draw, we're playing them twice, you'll get rolled over by them yeah. twice. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to be careful, don't you? Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look, second team we're going to look at is Belnaring, made the four last year, uh, and uh, we, we knew they were on track well. They had a good group of kids. And uh, the the leading run scorer and probably the best player really for them was uh, Brenton the Beaver Taylor, uh, very good player. Uh, Wally um, had a couple of good couple of good knocks during the year with with the bat as well, but but I reckon it's guys like uh, Jackson Hanna and uh, Jimmy Cato who probably really did well for him. Tommy Hylett. Uh, after I think it was a slower start and then uh, got into got into gear then. Uh, so th- their batting looked all right, and their bowling um, certainly ended up better than they might have thought at the start of the season. Well, we were really bullish on Balnarring last year as yep. far as their kids go. Like they're they're prepared to play the kids, um, and I think they'll. I thought they saw it last year. They started to see some of the reward. Um, mm. Charlie uh, Robinson K. Yep. I know uh, Jug is really big on. Um, yep. He had a good start the year. And, yeah, um, didn't quite uh, sustain it. I think Lockie Barton's left from, from okay. what I've heard as well. I think he might have gone to Flinders. Sorry, Lockie, if I've thrown under the bus there. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but so but they've still got a pretty good batch of youngsters yep. that I think that's where they'll see their improvement coming from. Um, you know what you're going to get from from Brenton Taylor, um, mm. and some of those kids. Um, will fluctuate with their form and if they get a fair bit out of them again they'll be up and around in, in the last month too they played Karam Downs about four times they yeah. played in the T20 final then they played in the last round then in the semi and uh, so that was a tough way to finish the year for them but they sort of got a little bit closer each time. I remember talking to Jugger about that. I think we're on, on yeah. radio. Yep. And I said, he goes, oh, they've been... And I said, I don't see that as a bad thing. I said, it's a positive. Because yeah. you, you've got to try and change something to beat them. You know, yeah. Maybe we've got to try this or try that. Yeah. Otherwise, if they just keep doing the same thing, you know, yep. you know they won't beat them. I know i um, done some work with James, who's a school teacher as yep. well. And, um, you yeah, know, his thought process is all about development. If they've yeah. got kids that are, you know, 
uh, are showing some potential. They'll get them in. If you won't throw them to the wolves, they'll get that balance right. They're mm. getting the ground redone this year. They've got yeah. some of the greatest nets going around. Um, How's that, that ground development looks like it's going to be in, s- sensational? Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant when it's finished. And, it's always uh, been a beautiful so place Gra- to play. Graydon's yeah. Road a lot, uh, the, the pretty right. much predominantly this year. And, yep. Uh, yep. I'm not quite sure the facilities are like there. I have to drive past. Oh, they're really good now. Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. They've got a new pavilion in it, yeah. Graydon's Road. I knew yeah. it was happening, yeah. but yeah. I just wasn't close enough to home that I could get out and have a look. It's interesting. <laughs> go back to the start of the show. Yeah. The Twenty over the twenty years the 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 facilities of all the grounds have just gone through the roof, which they has have. been sensational. And, yep. You know, looking at Balnearing getting redone and yeah. a few other grounds, um, yep. uh, you know, Bal- uh, Ballon Park's nets, they've, they've been redone as yep. well. So, you know, it's really, really good. Mm. All right, so Balnearing going to be in the mix again for sure and uh, Brenton Taylor so. is, is yeah. a key player for them. Uh, Bonio, uh, maybe we'll do it just before the before the break. Now, uh, Stewie Matheson uh, expected to return. He's a myth, Stewie. He's a myth. He's a legend of a kid. Yeah, yeah. Stewie's a great fella. Yeah. Uh, he's been like thirty five years old since he was about fifteen. Yeah. I reckon. Well, I taught him, and he was thirty five then. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> He and did he, the Cedar program as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was really I cool. think uh, it would be commonly described as, as laid back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. But no, we're wrapped to have Stewie back, not just because of his cricket, just because he's a good fellow to have around the yeah. club as well. He's um, another guy with a good pair of hands. He's a ripper in, in, in the gully, or if you put in the outfit, it doesn't drop catches. Is he a baseballer? A bit of yeah, a pitcher? He, pitcher. Game Very game good baseball. pitcher at, Mar- yeah. at Moorabbin and... Uh, uh, it was in the Australian under eighteen squad at one point. Yeah, so okay. yeah, he, he can throw a lefty. Yeah, yep. so we're we're stoked to have him back, uh, and he's really, really pumped to be back. So um, he, he's sort of had a few throwdowns already, and, and getting back into the swing of things. And, um, and one of his baseball mates, who I work with as well, is, is going to play with us, Neil Johnson, and and those two will really um, shore up our middle order. Both hit the ball very, very hard, uh, which is maybe something that that Bonio lacked at times mm. last year. but mm. Neil Johnson from Mount Eliza. Yeah. I oh, know Neil. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's a good, he's, he, he smacks it. He, he <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, 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 he yeah. sure does. I yeah. had a couple of games with him last year, and yeah, yeah he certainly yeah. does hit the ball pretty hard. No, I, I reckon one of the challenges for, for you and Jack and Jarvis, who are captain and vice captain, is getting the order right in the bowling and the batting. Because when you look at the numbers um, of looked at what happened last year 90 percent of the games when you compare the score on the fall of the fourth wicket whoever was leading at that point won 90 percent of the game so right. top Stat half your order I love that. top half your order has to work so <laughs> love yeah. it. so the old, old idea of uh, we'll bring in uh, glenn maxwell uh you know in the last 10 overs and uh, he can bat number seven well, that's doesn't work down here on week week in week out. It's your top four or five who do the damage. If Bridge bats six at Langwarren, that could stuff your stats up. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'll, I'll look at the stats, and uh, they're pretty pretty damning actually from last year. Like mm. the, the the batters in particular had pretty ordinary years, and yep. we've spoken about how um, moments in games. Was, yeah. Like if you have a look at all the games. Um, I reckon Bonio were in every single game, mm-hmm. and there was just moments, maybe five overlapses, where yeah. it cost them. Yeah. It cost them probably three or four bowling. wins. Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting you talk about those stats. Mm. I, I, obviously, when you, I rang and spoke to you during the week, I was thinking, you know, I, I think the top order, those ten overs down mm. on the peninsula, were mm. not great at cashing in on. 
Yep. We either go too hard or not hard enough or mm. it, it, yep. trying to get that balance right. Yep. And I'll use sort of Karim and Rosebud as an example. Karim obviously got their one and two right. I mean, they batted virtually yep. every game for the yep. whole. They were absolutely awesome. Yep. Where Rosebud took a while to get that right. To get that right, yeah. But what that absolutely. did is gave everyone a sort of a bit of a bat. Yeah. Um, and then when we got it right, we, they decided to go uh, hard as they could with Housie and, and Chook at the top. So... That's the sort of discussion I reckon you've got to have yeah. as a yeah. as a, a coaching mm. unit and, and trying to get that. Are, are you prepared to, you know, it's risk versus reward. It's like yeah. that seesaw, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like Gilchrist, you yeah. know, or, or is it Tabaret, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. And, well, a Bonio example's uh, Jobbo. Well, yeah, and we've, we've put a, a lot of thought into this already and yeah. we'll have um, Jobbo be up at the top of the order yeah, and he's see ball, hit ball. Yeah. Um, and then we've got some power in that middle order now, so... Mm. Um, yeah, I think the mix is right. We we won't have Kingy for a little bit of the season, unfortunately. Yep, um, but family we'll look things to, happening there. Look to have him back, sort of towards Christmas. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, we 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 a chance for a couple of the kids. I think you'll see, you know, like Balnaring have done, and like a couple of other teams have done, as they've given their kids a chance and and they've prospered. And I think you'll see that with a couple of the Bonio kids. Um, Sean Garner's one I've, I mentioned to to Simon McAvoy, uh, who put in the article during the week and. Um, the other one to have a look for is, is Zach Hewitt, who's he'd be 16, but yep. picked up. He worked done a lot of work with Dave McLean. He's he's picked up a yard or two of pace. Oh, good. Um, good. Has a little bit of swagger about him, which which kind of like. Um, Even better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think you'll see him have a bit of a, a role to play in the in the first team this year. What's your role going to be, Jace? What do you see yourself doing? Just just um, non-playing coach. Okay. So yeah. Yep. So um, uh, Bealy and uh, Jarvie will will do the. The, the Saturday on-field stuff, yeah, um, right. I'll sort of be there in the, at the start to do the warm-ups and things like that, but but they'll take over from there. So, yeah, yeah look, look my, I see my role as, as really uh, bringing an edge to that, the way Bonio play. Um, I've said openly that I think they've been a bit easy to play against. There's a lot of really good guys in the team. Um, so we'll have a bit more of an edge this year and, and development of, those, of the kids, some of the mm. ones I've mentioned. Mm. Um, you know, Dave's going to have a really big role with with those kids as well. Oh, that's good. Another stat I reckon that's Ooh, here we go. underrated. And, and then we'll look um, at our next... Uh, yeah, um, is... is oh, I pinched the stat from yeah. Greg Shippard. It's been really successful. I don't know, um, Jugger is, I know Glenny used it at a yep. point, is partnerships of 10. Yeah. If you get more partnerships of 10 plus than the opposition, most of the time you win. Okay. Yeah, especially in this form. Yeah. 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 It just stops that wicket after wicket. Well, it also... Yeah. And the momentum batsmen, that a bowling side can get from that, yeah. yeah. Batsman concentrating, which is not yeah. always an easy thing to do, <laughs> as we know, but yeah. 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 It's, um, it's a really good, good stat. Um, ultimately, the most important stat is who's got the most runs at the end of the game. So <laughs> That's <laughs> right. They tend to win the hopefully game. It's, yeah. Hopefully it's Bonio more often than not. Catches right. win matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all right, mate. We're, we're going to chat to the new president at uh, Pearstale in Andrew... RPPFM. So good, we get two frequencies, 98.7 and 98.3 FM. And welcome back to the MPCA Cricket Show on RPP. We're going to talk Pearstyle and Andrew Williams, new president uh, at Pearstyle, Andrew. Uh, yeah, well, in a way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, was there, I was there last season. And, Correct. <laughs> um, back back a few years ago um, uh, in our premiership years, it was down there too, so... Yeah. Um, but I've been in the background in in the meantime as well. Um, sort of stepped away for a few years just to uh, concentrate on our junior development. 
He's done everything down there. I know. You know he I has know. done everything down there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, look, just before we start looking at the cr- cricket side, uh, new uh, development or redevelopment down at, uh, down at Pearsdale. Yeah, look, um, we, uh, after quite a few years of some uh, campaigning to council and, and, and local government and so on, um, yeah, we finally got some... Um, Got some money out of, out of uh, for a four million dollar development, um, and uh, yeah, we've got plans. Uh, we we had initial we've got an initial plan presented to us by the council, and we've gone back with some a few changes. And hopefully, we can sign off that next week. And um, we're looking at uh, they're looking at uh, starting in uh, March. So, okay. so what do you what do you get? Rooms and and practice nets whole, and things. Nets are done. Nets yeah, are well, done. we've had our new nets. We've got Good. new nets. We've got them uh, last uh, just. They are awesome too. They look great. They are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah four new nets. Um, you know, quite long. They extended our our run ups. Um, it's um, all soft rollback nets, so we can open it up into a bigger, bigger uh, sort of open training area as well. So, yeah, so we we we're doing well at, at the moment out of the council, and we'd like to thank the city of Casey for all their uh, all their help with that as well. Excellent. Yeah, well, that's excellent. Now, my understanding is that Gav Moore and Brad Trotter are co-coaching down there. Have I got that? They are. Right? Yeah. They are this season. Yes. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Gav's been uh, been in in the coaching role at the club for quite a few years now, batting yep. coach. But um. Uh, when Trotter um you know decided he wanted to take on a a leadership role down here, and um you know he initially sort of you know said he, he would like to coach um. But obviously, uh, just um, being his first year, we thought it would uh, would help if uh, you know Gab was was helping him out along the way, and a joint role was was sort of worked out from that. Have you picked up any new players uh, along the way, Andrew? Oh, look, um, we've got um, young Blake Eklund back yep. this season. Which and he played good. a couple um, of games last year, didn't he? He played a couple before he um, he sort of was sort of looking at a, at a, at a career for himself in uh, you know in his working life and uh, sort of tried a few things and, and sort of had to leave then after a few games early um, and yeah but he's back now and um, yeah looking um, looking to have a, a good season he's actually uh, taking on a, um, a leadership role as um, as vice captain this season too so that that's good um, you know with his uh, his experience coming back from Frankston after a few years at Frankston, um, you know, and obviously a stellar junior career as well. So we're looking looking forward to you know promising things from him. Now another guy who only played a couple of games last year, Will Kennedy. What's uh, yep. what's his situation? Yeah, Billy's back. Um, obviously with uh, you know the, his um, his group of friends as well with um, with um, you know, Frawley and Trotts. And so yeah, he's back and um, and rearing to go. So that's he's also promising. And he's, uh, he's a handy batsman. Um, we also um, picked up. Uh, we've got uh, Josh Wilcox from um, Pine. Okay. Come across, um, and um, we're actually looking. We're in discussions at the moment from a player from um, from Knoxville, uh, first division player from Knoxville. So very handy um, if that comes off. Yeah, yeah that, if that comes off, would be good. Um, yeah. So look, we've got yeah things. You know, well. Whilst we had a you know deep promotion last year, um, you know we had a, a I thought uh, you know the club had a, a a lot of positives to take out of it. Um, you know there was indications from other teams that we were 
you know, a lot better side than where, where we were sitting on the ladder. Mm. Um, in the ones, um, our twos is, was very strong, obviously, make playing final. So, so we're starting to build some depth, which is good, um, and making people really play for their spots in, in the one. We're, yeah. we're looking to turn it around this year, obviously, with the yeah. start last year. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you about a, a young fella. I had a, a bit of time coaching in the interleague as a junior was Casey Miller-Tricky. Um, he's yep. still at the club now. I remember him as a junior, like a big fella, really raw, a lot, lot of talent though. Um, yeah, look, he, he has. Um, he was playing last year um, in our one, and he started the season really well. Um, quick, quick bowler. Um, yeah, a lot of talent, strong. You know, he can get in there and whack the ball as well. Um, but um, yeah, he started really well. But he's a, he, yeah, he's a confidence player, and he sort of dropped off. But started bowling a bit, a bit erratically, and, and a lot of high balls, and um, he sort of lost some confidence through the season. And um, yeah, we're looking to sort of do some work with him, hopefully get him his confidence back because he, he is a he's that sort of dynamic player. He plays off his confidence as well, and um, you know when he hits like at the start of the season. Hoping to get him, um, get him back up, up to where he uh, he should be. And another one I want to ask about is um, Nick Marshall. He's yep. still with you guys. I, I think yeah. probably uh, having played against him a bit, and he's um, certainly smashed us around the park a few times. Probably he probably wouldn't have been thrilled with his season last year. Be looking for a big year. Um, this no, year. look, and I, and I think yeah, like a lot of a lot of our, our players, you know, more experienced players like like Nick, um, you know would. We're probably a bit disappointed with their years. Um, you know, Nick's back again. Um, obviously, with all the with all the, the shutdowns and so on, his you know his um, his position in the police force obviously is um, may may see him not playing. You know, a lot of uh, a few games, but he sort of has definitely said to us he'll, he'll see, play every game he can. Um, so yeah, and, and having a you know an older, more experienced head around the team was, was great last year as well. So. So that was good, um, you know. And, and our other more experienced players, like Josh Swainson, um, you know, he, we're expecting, even though he was you know, our best player last season, we're expecting a lot mm. more as well. So, um, g'day, Andrew. Jason Mathers, mate. How are you, buddy? Hey, Jason. How you going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Those nets are fantastic, mate. I had a look at them yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome stuff. I've got to get down there and tidy them up. We've got to buy ourselves a blower back. That's the only problem with all those new vets. Ah, yes, they, yeah. They catch all the leaves. Tough problem to have compared to what you had, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I was going to ask about um, Swanston you, you, and and Prosser. You, you hang on to those guys, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Prosser as well. Yeah, look, yep. Prosser and and you know Prosser. I think he's you know been an underrated player. You know, he, he sort of came to the club, you know, with with Josh Swanston, and um, you know he's been a great great pickup to come. You know, he's, he's great personality um, to have around the club. Um, and you know he's, he's a good, good player, as, you know, good keeper. You know we all, we struggled because we didn't have a, a a keeper at that grade level uh, for a while, and uh, you know to get him come along was great. Um, and yeah, we're just looking forward to uh, the season. Yeah, he's a bit unorthodox, but he's very, very hard to get out, and he sort of scores runs in slightly different spots. I was I was keen to see if. Um uh, he was hanging around. I know. Um, I know your seconds were very, very competitive last year. Yeah. Um, so there could be a few guys there that could well, step up yeah, as well. Look, that, that's the thing. We, yeah. we, our seconds were four young, young guys that pro- had a, had a bit of a stint in in 
our first you know, going back a, a year before that because you know we, we were struggling with numbers. Um, young Cooper Thornton, um, who's had a stellar, you know, he's only he's only young, uh, had a stellar sort of um, junior career in BMCU Carnival. Um, my boy Jet Williams, obviously yeah. they both opened in the in the twos um, and and put on fifty runs you know, every game, you know, yeah. as, as a, an opening pair. So you know they're they're ones to look for. Look out for coming up and pushing into the ones, and also um, young young Luke Jackson, a uh, quick bowler who's uh, been opening the bowling in our in our twos all last year. Um, you know he's he's another one to look out for. Yeah, that's you know, he's good. Only, he's yeah. only um, he's still well, he's still playing sixteens this year, so he's only fifteen. So. Yeah, I saw a couple of those kids, and then, then when you add the couple of new recruits, I think you got to going to have a very competitive squad there in the ones and twos. I think you're going to go quite well. Um, yeah. That, I suppose well, that's the focus. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, look, it, it obviously is. And we, and we do have a lot more kids coming up. Um, you know, we obviously, you know, from from our, our good years going back to you know, 2015-16 and our, our first promotion year in the provincial, you know, we, we did lose a lot of players in, in a big hurry. That's um, true. Absolutely. Simon, you know, yeah. Dewey went on to play Franklin for a few years. Um, and then, uh, you know, Kane Smith's retirement as well. So we, we just sort of kept losing and losing. And, you know, so we, which we have been in rebuild phase. Yeah, mate, I reckon one key thing for you guys is um, almost learning how to win again. You know, you can be competitive yep. in games, but all of a sudden yep. you start losing a couple of close ones and uh, some of the things from the past sort of bob in there. So bobbing. that's something to work on, I reckon. Yeah, well, look, it, it is. And I, I think, you know, what I was saying before, the reflection was that, you know, a lot of the, our opposition from last year said, you know, they were surprised at where we were on the ladder because, mm. you know, we, we could we could, take right. it up yeah. to the, we could take it up to a lot of the, the better teams. Yeah. But we just we just couldn't, couldn't carry it through again. Mate, good luck uh, this this year. Good luck with the, the new development as, as that progresses. And uh, we'll certainly yeah. keep an eye on how uh, PSL progressed during the year, mate. Yeah, no worries, guys, and hopefully we can get get started soon, eh? Very much yeah. so. Yeah, we yeah we're aiming for November thirteen, I think. Still, yeah, nodding head, nodding heads from Mister X Cricket Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Andrew. Thanks, mate. All right, thanks, boys. Um, cheers. Have a good one. Cheers. Yeah, interesting. Look, that's the thing. We're not quite sure. Are you? It, they've been in free fall a bit. Now they're starting to get aside together, and Shane Gilling started to to do that and stop the hemorrhaging and uh, just. All of a sudden, the first or second win they get will just make their attitude to the game change. And, you know, we know how big attitude is in the game. So, you know, yeah, I, well, it's been a roller coaster. There'll be no though, easy I mean, I remember playing against um, them a few years ago with Jew and oh, Smith and yeah. Gillings. And, uh, and they didn't fear anybody and they, they were all over you. They were unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this is their chance to rebuild. But yeah. I think what you say is spot on, Neil, mm. in that they've got to they get a couple of wins and just yeah. get that momentum back yeah. and, and get into that habit of winning again. Um, and again, I mean, Brad Trotter's a very, very good yes. player as Excellent well. Excellent player, yeah. Um, Nick Marshall, he's you know, he's player. a 400-500 run player if, yep. if they get, get him going. Um, mm. There's certainly some talent in the lineup. Sam yep. Frawley, I've seen bowl some, some yeah, real good he, spells. He's a better yep. bowl than his numbers from last year yep. would, would indicate. I, Look, I, I think they're in good hands. Um, yep. The president Andrew, he's a fantastic he's operator. He's done. Guy. He's been junior coordinator. Yeah. He's been secretary. He's done everything yeah. down there. Yeah. They're in good hands. I, I think with Pearsdale, if they can get 
stability off the ground yeah. and hang on to everyone, yeah. they'll be competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they're well on the way to doing. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's look at the next one. Mount Martha, Andrew Gill, the new president there, and, and they've got the Second prize. Year. Prize recruit. Big Second recruit. Year. I've heard And the prize recruit. recruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bug called Mathers playing in the B2s or something against exactly. Fossey. Is this, <laughs> I can't wait for that. So, Heather, is Mount Martha your home club down it, here? It is. I know it's uh, played for so long. And yeah. It's hard to figure out, but it was. Um, your dad was there at one point, wasn't yes, he? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I lived in Tanai Park, yeah. and my next door neighbour. Um, my dad was playing at Heatherhill for yeah. like twenty odd years, Bloody and then you, he had he retired, and then mm. my next door neighbour started playing. And Mount Martha used to drive down to the Tanai Park shops and pick up a a, a bunch of hoodlums and take them <laughs> and take them out to uh, <laughs> take them out to cricket. And my, my neighbour was one of those guys. He said, "Oh, come and come and play." And then I said, "Oh, okay, I'll come and play." And then my dad started driving everyone yeah. um, from the zoo out to Mount Martha. Which, <laughs> when you look at it now, it doesn't make much sense now, does it? They probably don't let anyone in from Town Park into Mount Martha now. But um, that 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 was how I got the connection. There wasn't a strong connection between Mornington and Town Park. Even Keithy Burdett went there and then went oh. to Somerville. Went yeah. to Somerville first. Yeah. Um, yeah, so but I, I, um, they fix that now. But um, yeah, so that's 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 how I ended up at Mount Martha. They were, um, it was a fantastic club. They had nine one, one season there. There was nine teams, nine senior teams, and they were sponsored by Strongbow. Mm-hmm. And if you joined the Strongbow Drinkers Club, you could get a Strongbow stubby for fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> the joint was rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just looking at last year and. I reckon, uh, and it, I mean, it's no secret, but the last couple of years, batting's been their, their issue. And uh, Reese Whittling, when we when he was here before he went over to WA, has uh, often said, "Look, you know, we just rely on our bowling, and we think if we can make 130, we can win a few games." And that, they were, you know, only a couple of years ago, they were very they were competitive in district and made the finals, and then the, their batting stopped. Um, Jake Smart was probably their their best last year but they didn't have enough depth and a couple of their good players came back part the way through the year but in the end they, they hung on enough to make finals. I'm interested with Hedda's point of view here With we speak about Mount Martha's batting I reckon five years now how much is that the ground because that ground is not an easy ground to Dead score slow. especially when they yeah. top dress it yeah. And you smash the ball as hard as you can, it goes eight metres. Yeah, you've got to be Chris Holcomb or someone like that to flick it around it, over. And, it's really, yeah. really tough. Yeah. Um, there's a few grounds like it yeah. um, around, and mm. it's really, really tough. And it, you, you've just got to hit the gaps and run hard as you yeah. possibly can. And mm. you've got to be aggressive running between the wickets. But then, you know, that comes... Does that go back to what we talked about is, is getting the first ten overs right? I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. Now, Marty, yeah, yeah. You can only have two people out... Do you have that guy that can actually hit it over the top um, and to score runs such, rather yeah. than have him at the end? You know, yeah. that's the sort of decision yeah. you've got to make, I think. Mm. But um, Streety, they're, they're already, they've been training in their little groups. They've been having this group challenge and trying to get points and mm. all this kind of stuff. So they've been, okay. um, I've been really impressed with the way uh, from afar last year, I was coaching Tom's team in the under-14s. From afar, watching how they, uh, how um, Simon was running the training and stuff and it's, 
I, th- I think it's really good. And um, there's some good things to come there. They've obviously got some kids coming through. Yeah. That's the key. Hang on to the kids. If they hang on to the kids and they don't bleed them off to other clubs, um, I think they'll be really, really competitive. Um, so that'll be the... I think that's the key. They've set up some good structures. They're training hard. Well, as hard as they can. Um, yeah, in the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, you probably feel the same frustrations. Mm. But they've you know, recruited a couple of guys have come back. Um, you know, so who are batters, yep. uh, which is going to make a difference. But on the group chat, there seems to be someone coming back almost every week. And when I say back, they haven't been playing or whatever. So, mm. you know, that it looks really, really positive. Yeah, Wilkinson played part of the year, but he was there at the end. And yeah. One of those kids I've had a bit to do with at school is a streety son, Dylan. He's a, yeah. he's going to be a ripper. He's a really good soccer player as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, he's, uh, he, he hits it hard and runs hard and, yeah, he's really competitive. Y- yep. Yeah. So uh, got in the four last year. Hung, you know, hung on when when the pressure was on and everybody was chasing it, chasing him, and they still still got there. Finished, I think, third and uh, and and lost the the semi. But um, yeah, you'd have to say they'll be in, they'll be in the mix again, like every other side we've talked about so far, wouldn't you? Oh, you'd have to say yeah. that. I mean, they were last year, and what Head is saying that there's one or two extras. A, um, yeah, mm. there's some more talent come into that side. Um, interested, I haven't seen Steve O'Neill bowl, uh, Neil. I don't know if you have, but once, yeah, yeah, 21 wickets last year is obviously uh, a really important part to that team. Uh, what, what's how's he bowl? Look, unfortunately, the day I saw him is up when Pradeep De Silva just. Ah. Did everything, you know, it was just amazing. And uh, he tried to adjust his lines and he lengths. He could see he was working at it. Nothing worked that day. But I thought, well, no, he's approached it the right way. And, and other teams within the competition were saying, yeah, pretty handy bowler. So uh, while I didn't see the best of him, I, I saw him working hard in difficult circumstances. And there's something to be said for that as well. So, yeah, I, I think he'll, be, he'll do well. Good season. He bowls a heavy ball. Yeah. Um, and if he doesn't bowl short, he bowls good. Like he bowls a heavy ball, moves it around, around a bit, and if he pitches it up, he's pretty hard to play. You know, it, it, he keeps it pretty simple. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think he bowls okay. But the couple of I'm just sort of going through the chat. I've been. I know Mitch Darvel's back. Good. So yeah, left hand, really gonna, good. Yeah, I think he's going to bat three. Yep. Pretty handy bat. Yeah, and, yep. and left handed scores pretty freely. Mm. Um, so which will be good for that ground. Um, uh, another guy, Dan Salvato. Uh, I think I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm probably going to cop a bit of grief for that. But, that sounds um, close. <laughs> uh, I think he played a bit at Flinders over the journey, okay, okay. Um, and has played up the line a bit now. Um, and just recently on the chat, um, Jared Walsgrove's back as well. So um, yeah, that's that's you know three. And there's a couple I've left off there. I'm just trying to flick through the chat and how to keep up with it all. Yeah, but that's all right. Um, you know, Street's been working pretty hard and and you know, just trying to get some depth and. If you if we get the mix right with the ones and twos and a few kids coming in, I think you know we should mm. be should be right in, up there. in a good position. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk mm. about Ryan in a sec. I'm just getting some advice on the texts for you, Heather. <laughs> uh, stop being so professional. You're just a hack now. <laughs> Don't forget that. And uh, Jugger wants to know whether you've ordered the coloured clothing or not. Uh, no. No. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, you have to think about that one, Junior. Uh, all right. So. Uh, Next one up is Rye. I've got it twice on my running sheet. We don't need that. But uh, Rye were one of the teams that turned things around uh, really last year, weren't they? Uh, Pelagaroos returning. Uh, Cooper Harris had a pretty handy year. Clayton Barnes uh, also did well. 
Jared Saw is a, a very good batsman for them, and uh, and also of course Jordan Blades is a is a match winner for yeah. them. So they've got a couple of good players, and they're just starting to develop some of the kids who, unfortunately, were part of it when the chopping block times were on. Uh, but well, we we can't ask Bunny about it too much because. Rice seemed to have, have the wood over Bonio probably the yeah, last two years. Yeah, to be honest, I'm sick of hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that game this year. To yeah, be able um, to beat them, baby. Yeah. Yep, but uh, yeah, Rye, we, we spoke about this mm. all last year, about yeah. how they were on the right track with what they were doing. Um, I know they sort of have sorted out a few of the off-field things yep. that were going on at the club, and I think they've settled that down a bit. So uh, I think... Um, Jared Saw's got a bit more of an active role off field as well, but yeah, vice pres, I think. Yeah, so uh, they, uh, like we said, they've certainly turned things around. They've got a couple of match winners with Pelagarouge, mm. uh, who mm. I haven't seen bowl, but everyone tells me he is a genuine match winner. Yeah, very um, good. I saw him in a T Twenty game. Yeah, is he one of those record. guys you just sort of block out if you're playing against right? Try and just you know almost like you see it in the IPL with Rashid yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. They just go, let's just get a run and ball. Yeah, don't don't get him too, yeah. don't give him too many yeah. wickets and yeah. ruin things. Yeah, yeah, and Blades is uh, a star. Like he's yeah. he's made four, basically four hundred runs last Most, year. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, again, they're that, that another team who you know you know what you're going to get from those two. It's yeah. probably how much the younger kids, uh, Barnsley, I know how pretty much well, progress um, make, yeah. you know, how much he comes along and, and Justin Barnes as well, who he's a, a genuine um, gun kid coming through. Uh, yeah. it's, so, it's sort of how much they get of those guys yeah. as to w- w- how far they rise up the ladder. Yeah, yeah. They'll, and, they'll win their share of games, and, for sure. Um, yeah, well, they can't just rely on beating Bonio every year. No, they, well, yeah, it's right. funny that you're rivalry, not going to get your eight or nine wins that way, are that, you? No. That rivalry down south is quite funny. Oh, like, yeah. um, obviously, been exposed to it at Rosebud, Rosebud, yep. Tookarook, yep. Bonio, Rye, yeah. um, and Dramana. Yep. Half of them have all played at all the clubs. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. My dad was the junior yeah. coach there, yeah, or whatever. It's yeah. a quite an interesting little battle down there. Isn't well, it? it's great, and, and I've had it at, uh, at Main Ridge, Flinders, yeah. and Red Hill. Where yes, you know, there's. Like you know, Hedda, you play really hard on the field, and yet off the field, um, because you all you've got a lot in common. You've got a lot of you work together or mm. play footy together. It's um, yeah, it's a good session afterwards as well. Yeah, yeah. The um, it's interesting. You make a really good point about Rye. They're another club, a bit like Ballon Park, that um, uh, have struggled a bit with juniors of Very late, much, yeah. um, especially COVID as well. Jamana mm. are a bit the same. They mm. got hit by COVID, um, but we ran a program last year at. Um, Rye Primary School and we had 60 kids sign up and we invited the club down and it was an after school program we invited the club down what I found really really impressive was they had six players there Mm -hmm. every session after school straight after school they had six players in the colours helping us run the um, um, program and out of that they'll have 60 names to either go into their under 10s or their Woolworths Cricket Blast program this season, so hopefully yep. they they're right back on track and a little bit of success in the ones um, uh, helps that I think yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've having coached junior cricket a lot down here. Uh, play, uh, they've got some really good juniors coming through. Oh, I've mentioned good. the Barneses. Um, yep. Jesse Walker's a, a really good player who's an under fourteen, maybe sixteen this year. So they've got some talent coming through, and and like I say, the the one success 
will not so much, I don't think, be determined, it might sound like a silly thing, determined by Blades and Palagruge because we, we all know what we're going to get from them. But yep. but that next group and how far they progress. Yep. And yeah. they've, um, they've got the same coaches last year, haven't they? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think the, on, uh, the off-field leadership is... With the cricket, has stayed pretty similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he, I think I'm pretty sure he played at uh, Boneyo as well, and also Rosebud as well. So, um, you know, they, they've got some good, steady leadership. He's a non-playing coach, so mm. um, yeah, they're, they're going all right down there. I reckon. Yeah. I'd love to see him get new nets. <laughs> yeah, Them and Dramana have got two of the um, yeah, they need to work yeah, worst nets, work poor buggers, yeah, and yeah. they're working. I know Dramana have been putting um, some big efforts in, but they're they're the I don't know if you've ever go and have a good look at the Rise Nets. They're uh, they they we, we need to keep supporting them and and put some pressure on the council, which is incredible because their ground is sensational. Oh yeah, it's oh, beautiful, beautiful. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, guys, we've got our next guest on the line, um, and it's Jason Lane, absolute. Legend of the Southern Peninsula. We've been talking about some of the rivalry going on with some of those clubs. How are you going, Jason? Yeah, good, thanks, Neil. Good. How are you, fellas? We're, good, all, we're all very good, Laney. And, and of course, just add another Jason to the mix. <laughs> yeah. yeah, another Jason. And of course, Jugger is listening in as well. As he, he, uh, which I'm sure you'll you'll have some thoughts on on uh, Jugger over the years. But uh, let, let let's focus on the the Toot Boys. You've got a a, a few. Changes going on there this year in some ways. Anthony Craddock, I believe, is playing, and Bobby Parslow might have uh, might be in there as well. Have I got those two right? You have actually, yeah, yeah. We've um, we've found a few guys to um, to add to the squad. So Bobby's actually coming down as first skipper. We lost um, Andrew Libby, gone to Toronto this season. Yep. Um, from last year, so we sort of it was a bit of a void we needed to fill there in, in regard to leadership. So. Um, yeah, we've got Bobby on board, and uh, he's, he's been fantastic. He's, he's a real cricket head, Bobby, and he's, um, he's impressed me with what I've seen um, so far this year. Oh, that's that's terrific. Look, in the, if you look at the last couple of years, Toots' um, season has sort of started or fizzled in that first month. Like that, those first four or five games, if you guys are up and about, you stay up and about... If you have a scratchy start to the season, you know, like one year there when you were uh, relying on some guy to come from overseas, well, I won't mention his name, but uh, he ended up playing in different places. But while you're sitting there waiting, that, that seemed to uh, de- derail the whole season for you. So it seems to me those first four or five weeks or four or five games in this, uh, are going to be crucial for you. Do, you. do you see it that way as well? or? Oh, look, I, I, I just see it. I, I was listening to Jason Albrecht before, and, um, uh, you know, I really agree with the fact that, you know, it's, it's going to be a really open season. Mm. And, um, if, if, you know, yeah, if we get if we get out of the blocks early, um, I think, um, yeah, I, I think we'll be all right. I think we've got really good depth across the board this year, and um, we, we just want to get away from relying on one or two. You've probably seen us the last few years, that we're, especially with our batting. Um, we're relying on one or two blokes to do all the work, and um, I think a few of our guys sort of just haven't had the confidence that they're actually as good as they are. So, um, but so it's going to be an easy, even season once again. I think the one-day format really opens it up to any side that mm. I think can just find a little bit of consistency. And and um, as you guys were saying before, just moments in games to sort of take your opportunity when you can. Yeah, so both Anthony Craddock and Bobby Parslow will help in that regard. Mm. Anthony, actually, his first seven or eight overs are usually pretty good. 
and uh, Bob in, in batting and uh, Bobby Bobby Parslow. I agree with you. Very good bowler and thinks a lot about the game. He whacks it too, Bobby. Yeah, um, Jase, right. um, head of here, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, Heather. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Good to chat what? again. Um, the um, You had Travi French last year, obviously. Now, I reckon you're one of the teams. He normally bats at the top, doesn't he, Travi French? He does, yeah. He yeah. Up. Yep. And I think that's crucial to um, getting off to a good start, making the most of the first 10 overs, as we've discussed. Um, you know, who, who who do you reckon will be opening up with him this year? Well, there's a chance that his brother might throw the pads on early this year. Like, um, he was he was Bobby. bitterly disappointed with his season last year. Um, We've we just got a few guys that um, probably get bogged down in one day cricket and then throw their hand away rather than just kind of turn strike over. Um, we're going to be working really hard on our game plan this year, so... As you said, with Trav up the top of the order, he's um, he can work two ways. Header, I think, you know, he can get away, but then if he goes out, it's sometimes it, it can put a negative mindset into a few of the other guys when you you lose one of your best bats early on. So yeah, it can give um, the give the opposition a bit of a lift too, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it, does, yeah. it does a little bit, and like Trav's been dominant, you know, in our comp for yeah. a few years now. You know, he, he is a weapon, um, and yeah, as you say, if you if you get a wicket like that early on, it, it really gets the other side up and about. So. Um, not sure exactly how we'll use him, but I dare say, you know, he'll. Uh, he doesn't think too much about it. Travi just goes out and hits the ball and hits the ball, and um, he's really good at it. So. Something to be said for that, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he he uh, he was number four in the batting last year. He's only him and. Jordan Blades were sort of only a, only a run between them, and the the only guys ahead of them are both at Carrum Downs, and they've got promoted. Uh, but you're right, Carrum Downs moving out of the division. Uh, all of a sudden, it does look wide open, I reckon. And uh, if yeah, you, if you, yeah. good to have them out. They were uh, they were head was the best side I saw last year in our comp. So yeah, um, yeah it's uh, good good luck to them. But it's good to have them out of Subbies anyway. <laughs> and last year, uh, the Slowies were probably the most successful bowlers for you. And I know Libby's gone to Sorrento. So. Um, do you look to fill those over? Oh, Bobby will bowl his eight, but do you look to fill those overs maybe with a with another slow? Have you got another one in the wings there? Well, we've got we've got a couple of options there. Um, like obviously Libby is, um, you know, he's going to be a big loss for for the slow bowling stock. But you know, Anthony Craddock can bowl a bit of spin as well. So we're not sure how we'll use him yet. He might keep. He might bowl. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, obviously, um, Corey De Bruins had a cracking season last year. I think won the yeah. subby bowling average. Mm-hmm. So, um, look, I honestly, haven't had a massive think about this yet. But, um, yeah, I, I just think our bowlers, I know Bobby, since he's come in, he's got a really clear game plan about um, how he wants our guys to bowl. So he'll, he'll deploy Corey how he, how he best thinks. And, yeah, I don't know, we'll just wait and see. We might find a, another young fella floating around somewhere that might... Like spinning the ball around. Todd Harnett still with you this year? Yeah, Toddy's um, yeah, Toddy's got a, a few things going on with family. Um, got a young daughter, so he um, you know, he's sort of born between spending time with her and playing cricket. So I think he's at this stage. I think he's in, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, with Todd, that's sort of a, a an ongoing thing. So um, our group chats, he's involved with all that. So. At this stage, I think he's going to pull the boots on again, which will be good because he's a damn good all-rounder. Yeah, and, of course, Scott Sterling is a name that gets mentioned a lot too because he, he can be a match winner. 
Yeah, you can, and that Scott Sterling name gets mentioned a lot by Scott Sterling. Actually. Okay. <laughs> Sure does. <laughs> well, that's as it should be, Jase. <laughs> uh, but no, look, I love Sterlo, and he's, uh, he's definitely a match winner. He's, um, you know, he's another guy. If we deploy him the right way, he can take the game away from another side in five or six overs. So, um, and, and also very handy with the ball when he switched on. Pretty good fielder, too. Well, yeah, yeah it's a bit of a running joke around, too. So, Lately, because he's, uh, he's been dropping a few catches. Has he? <laughs> oh, there you go. He's, he's let me yeah, know. He, yeah. he put a few down last year, but um, oh, no, we, you know, we sort of take the, the PI double five out of him a bit, but he's definitely uh, a gun fieldsman for sure. Yeah. Sensational. How's the ground looking, Chase? Um, yeah, ground's looking all right. It's, um, you know, since we've had the soccer club down there, they obviously redid the whole ground and mm-hmm. the boundary, and yeah. um, surface is good. It, it is a little bit slow, but um, look, I. Any time we can get good facilities down here, I think it's fantastic. And even talking about all the clubs now that are getting new nets, like, isn't that fantastic compared to what we used to have? Yeah. So, um, look, we're happy with the ground. And, and I suppose as all sides, you know, you, you learn to play your own ground. And, um, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's fast or slow. It's, uh, you've got to use your ground to whatever advantage you can get from it. So, yeah, no, we're very happy with it. All right, mate. Uh, good luck for the frogs. I reckon they'll be in the mix, uh, like most of the other sides we've talked about th- this yeah, morning. Yeah, let's hope so, and uh, let's hope for a good season in these weird times. Yep, and and you got away without mentioning Jugger. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Okay, see you, boy. Thanks. See you, mate. Yeah, two at their best are a very dangerous side, and you can tell when they're up and about, they string wins together. So they, that that you know they're I'll, the. Uh, the Southern Peninsula crib point to me. They, yeah. When they're up and about, they are very hard to beat. Yeah. They're all they're a very tight unit of, yeah. of fellas down there. Yeah. Um, but they can lose momentum as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, hard to know what you can get out of them. Another team where you could pick a spot on the ladder and I could be talked into them finishing at any spot. So, yeah. um, t- top of the ladder through to the lower reaches. So, yeah, hard to know. Bobby will be really good there. Mm. Um yeah, it'd be good to see a young young captain there too. Bobby will get his opportunity. No, oh, as he said, he's a cricket nut. Yeah, um, he and and a good player. He yeah. whacks him a, a handy too. Yeah, yeah. He, who's pitched oh, at baseball? He? Good it, player. It's interesting. I reckon Toots one of those clubs. And another thing I had written down and mm-hmm. I thought about um, that I think in one day cricket and in the MPCA we don't tend to do it. Well, I haven't done, I haven't done it well either when I was coach. Is using the seconds. So you're always going to have that guy, especially if you've got all-rounders in your side and you get you know, someone like Travi who makes 400 runs, so mm. faces a lot of balls compared to the others. Yeah. And other bugs not getting a hit. That's right. So, okay, we're going to so put... why you... they moved you down to the twos uh, at Rosemont last I'm, year? I'm, I'm, <laughs> if you go down to the twos and bat three yeah. and you face 70 balls... Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be it's much better off. And in the end, I got dropped, and I should have been dropped. Yeah. Um, but in the end, because I'd uh, batted a bit in the twos, it got me a game back in because yeah. the poor bloke they had in had only faced two balls and made two ducks. Yeah. But he went in at a time where he had to yeah. push yeah. it. So it just, I, th- I think we've got to get better. Um, and it's a challenge as a coach oh, to have that relationship with yeah. your player to understand. Look. This is why you're, you're in going the first, down. You're in the, yeah. We're going to actually put someone in that's probably not as good as you, but we want you to face, you know, twenty overs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and you'll make us stronger in the end. You know, it's yeah. a real. I, it happened a little bit at Premier cricket, which mm. you never really liked. Mm. Um, but even then, it's it's a hard one to handle as coach. Yeah. It's going to be interesting that's with the one oh, days again. Totally yeah. agree with you. And yeah. then, um, 
Yeah, it very much comes down to personality, doesn't it? Mm. So there's some blokes that will take that really well. Yeah, <laughs> some, some who wouldn't. Some that yeah. might not. But All right, guys, we've got three more teams to look yeah. at. We've got uh, we're, oh, about another 10 minutes or so. Let Seaford. Now, we, we did have a, a chat to... Uh, Josh Trevitt last we week. We did, and, and uh, uh, we did mention, uh, manage to do that whole interview. Without mentioning a certain player. <laughs> Which was incredible. <laughs> so we'll see how we, we go might have week. to mention him today. I think we might. Big part of their team. Yeah, and so yeah. new, the new rooms, the new ground, oh. sensational. Looking forward to nets that. Nets as well, new nets. Yeah, looking brilliant. Uh, Matty Herbert, captain. Uh, they've got Zach Staggard from South Croydon as an all-rounder who's... Uh, Coming over, Andrew Smith from Lang Warren. Uh, Ryan Godwin uh, has moved there. You might have played a little bit with Ryan, I think, uh, header at some point there when he was at Rosebud. Good player. Yes, and uh, So, look, they've got four, four handy players, well, three or four handy players there in addition to the quality they had last year in what was a disappointing season there with, uh, you know, Dylan Ryan uh, in, in, in particular doing some good stuff but not consistently doing it and that's again that 40 over thing too isn't it you know I mean if you open up and you go out cheaply one week all of a sudden you haven't had a hit for a while and I think that might have affected some of them and uh, Scotty Mann is another handy player for them well, the, the the new ground is almost the perfect size cricket ground I reckon yeah mm. um, I don't know if you had a chance to see it but still narrow in the at the middle well you'd say Mornington Yep, um, I reckon it's close to. It's a little not size. wide enough. Yeah, not yeah, wide, yeah, not yeah. wide enough. I reckon it's the size of Mornington, a little bit wider. Okay, and um, they've extended it by about fifteen meters. Oh, right. perfect. Um, and it's just the perfect cricket ground yep. now. I reckon um, mm. for bat and ball. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be an awesome place to play cricket. That's for sure. All right, mm. So make sure do got to watch a game down there. Yeah. Well, you're covering the Bonio Seaford one, aren't you? Have we, t- have we uh, <laughs> agreed we, on that yet? <laughs> I think it, it sounded like I was there, as long as Did Craig Kebble didn't turn up, I yeah. think it was, uh, was the <laughs> condition. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I think Seaford, I, I said this last year and they let me down, but I think that they're, they're not the team to beat. They're certainly one of the one, top right two or there. three. Yeah, yeah they've right recruited really well. Um, yep. Smith from Langwarren, I hear good really man. good things about. Um, nice, Smithy. Yep. He's going to be a good recruit for them. Uh, they, what they need to do, and we talk tongue in cheek a lot about it, but they need that their top bowler can't be Ryan McQueen. Like he, he's doing a great job, don't yeah. get me wrong. But but yeah. if they he can shouldn't have, be the leading wicket no, taker, no, he probably shouldn't be. Um, Should be one of them, but not number one. And if yeah. they can get sort of a few more wickets out of Rochi, if Smith takes a few more wickets as Rochi's well, Rochi's a key actually. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, that will be the step in getting into the finals and then being you know being that team to beat, but. Dangerous, dangerous batting lineup. Yeah. Like you just look at it and you, yeah. you've got McQueen in there. I've seen Pagini, uh, Trevor can oh. smack him. Yeah. Uh, Dill, I've seen yeah. made a ton at Main Ridge once yeah. off about twenty five balls. Jeez. So they they <laughs> got a very yeah. dangerous batting yeah. lineup. Uh, and if it clicks, I hope it's not in that yeah. round three game yeah. that we spoke about. Um, Josh Trevitt can bat well if Ryan doesn't run him out. Yeah, yeah, and if he does run him out, it's uh, good, good fun after the game. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic after the game. It's worth it. It's worth it from that. Yeah. yeah. So look, so, yeah, Seaford, geez, if they don't make the four this year, you'd they'd be absolute disappointment, and a lot of people would be very surprised. You'd, you'd, they'd be one you'd just about pencil in because we're sort of saying, yeah, all the chance, all the chance, but here's one you'd just about pencil that one in. Speaking to uh, Joshy Trevitt, who's also president. Yes. Um, good for you know, Josh. They, they would. They were disappointed in last year. I think they, they really feel yeah. they, they need to go up a grade mm. um, with their new facility. Yep. Um, again, they're another club that have 
dropped off on the juniors and now putting a lot of work back into it as well, um, uh, which JT's doing, which is great. Um, It's interesting. I was was, was reflecting a bit on um, uh, McQueen being their leading wicket-taker. I think in one-day cricket that can be a little bit deceptive, especially depending on when you bowl. Yes. And... If the opposition is saying, look, if he gets a couple of wickets, you know, if he's because he just bowls little wobblers, yeah. which are pretty tidy. Yeah. If you're looking to go after him, he's going. He might he be might, one you try to go after. Right. And he might leak runs. Of course of that. He might leak runs, but he'll yeah. also get wickets. So, yeah. I reckon um, with the one day stuff, you know, um, if you bowl at the right time, and I think Langy do it really well yes. with the spinner yeah, Pross. Ross, yeah, Ross, yeah, they bowl yeah. him really well. He, yeah. he might get hit for a six, but he'll get three wickets. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it's a, it's an interesting it way to sort of look at it. Well, it's also I don't know about you, Heather, but I when I'm looking at the stats, I I, I actually look at the economy rates. Like I yeah. see how many overs they've bowled, and if they bowl volume overs. I'm not that fussed about the wickets. I'm like, if they've got it a good economy in the, this form of cricket, I think, you know, that's probably almost saying more. Yeah. Like, because um, we're only playing 40 overs. Yeah, I'm absolutely spot on. I think if we looked at Ryan, I haven't got those stats in front of me. If we looked at Ryan's, I think you'd find he probably hasn't bowled as many overs, but he's just bowled, well, he might have, I don't know. But that, that's the other thing. We've talked a lot about the first 10 overs as a yep. batting team, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get two or three wickets in those first ten overs, massive, even yeah. four, yes. you know they're on the back foot, and then yep. you can dot them up, and yep. then all of a sudden they're chasing the game. So yep. you know it's a real. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think sides are going to get better at playing one day cricket because yeah. we haven't we, we haven't really traditionally played a heap, mm. um, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how sides Adjust. evolve. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. All right, let's look at Sky. We've got two to go. We've got Sky and then Tyab, who another probably another strong team as well now sky last year um at least they can say they they knocked off both of the people in the grand final incredible yeah, yeah. knocked off caram dance knocked off Ty. bottom beat top was that what happened at that stage yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they inched their way up out of bottom <laughs> bottom position had a few wins during the year and looked looked uh, pretty strong ishi ahmed uh, had a very good he and is a good player he can he can batter batter bit that guy uh, and uh, Athar is the handy bowler. Is she also a good bowler? And Zahir, uh, sorry, Ahir Zihan, uh, also uh, a pretty useful player. They picked up a couple of other uh, Sri Lankans in, in the side. Jasmine Verdi, um, a fellow called Zigbad Ullah. Lee Vowles is, is their coach there now, and he, he uh, he's been able to recruit a couple of extra players. And Jeet Dillon, they had a Absolute gun, but he's moved over to Perth. It would have been an absolute ripper. Uh, so we'll shame we can't talk about him because he would have been very handy. So three or four very good uh, um, Sri Lankan cricketers to add to their add to their list. A real unknown quantity, aren't they? Like exactly I, I right. I couldn't tell you what we're going to get from Sky no, this year. And no. uh, but, but similar to what we said about Rye and, and Ballon Park is that they're certainly heading in the right direction. Um, Heather, they've, I know they've had some issues with juniors as well and that was something that we spoke to their president about last year about trying to... I don't even think they had a junior program last year at all. So um, if they can start... Like, I, I think clubs have worked out now just how important that is. There's a few yeah. teams, I won't name teams, who were, had very successful first 11 sides and sort of forgot about the juniors a little bit and now are realising that hey mm. that's where we you know yeah. that's where we're going to get the bulk of our players in the future but yep. Sky um, I, I couldn't 
tell you, Neil. Mm. Like on yeah. oh, their recruits, yeah. they could be. They, they could, could be, be right up there this year. Yeah, that's right. It's hard to know, isn't it? One of those teams, they're good. Is yeah. very, very good, and their exactly. bad is very, very bad. So yeah. if they can just bring those two a little bit closer, yeah, um, I think that you know yeah. that, and th- and that's what the, the sides that end up making that four end up winning more games because they're more consistent. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, they bat better, they bowl better for longer periods, um, and that and. Some of the results that they bring to the table yeah. is so up and down, you know, yeah. and maybe that might have to do with a bit of availability and work and all those kind of things yeah, as well. But a little bit of that. I mean, apparently Rob Grewer said he, he was talking to a taxi driver, which gave him a lift, and he was talking about cricket. And the guy said, "Yeah, I play cricket." And he came along and had about four mates, and two of them were very good, and the other three had a you know fitted in the club well, and yeah. now they've got a couple more, and so it, it is really hard to know um, how it's all going to go, but. I think they've adjusted a bit because remember there was a, a time there where the Sri Lankan guys wanted to play together because they were mates. Yep. So they sometimes they'd be in the second together and sometimes they'd be in the first together. But I think they've sorted it out now so that the better players are happy to play without all of their mates there. And they, I think they, it took them a while to make that adjustment. So and it, well, I think they'll be more competitive more consistently this year. It's a different culture. It is. So the way they... Um, play cricket, hmm. um, the, the Indians and Pakistanis yeah. and Sri Lankans and yeah. all, all those kind of stuff, is they play in teams. Yes. So they don't actually understand the concept of club. Yeah. And we're finding this with a lot of the um, the new arrivals in the city of Dandenong hmm. and the city of hmm. Casey and stuff like that is, well, they don't even understand what club means. Yeah. No, no, I'll just get a team. Yeah. And that, that, that Sunday comp we'll, we'll is made up of play, yeah. blokes that just... A bit like we do in indoor cricket. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know, we, well, let's, let's get a few mates and make yeah. a team. Yeah. That's exactly what that culture... That's, mm. that's, how, that's how we bring up... No, no, we'll just play yeah. with our mates and they make it... They have a feed and it's their families together yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's more of a cultural event. Okay. Um, so it's it's an interesting yeah. the way you've explained that. that yeah. They've tried to sort of say, well, this you won't be able to play together all the time, but yeah. you won't be able to come train together or whatever. So yeah. it's it's mm. it's really an interesting concept that... I know the city of Casey, the city of Dandenong, having trying to hire out grounds and stuff like that, where traditionally the club's been there mm. and they want a use of the rooms on the Sunday, but oh no, all our stuff's in there. So now they're building rooms where you can close stuff off and open stuff off for um, these teams to come and play games against other teams and have access to the rooms. Well, they, they play that Sunday competition, don't they? Which yep. um, some pretty handy yeah. cricketers oh. roll around in that. <laughs> very, comp, by the way. Yeah. very. It's been going about sixty it. years that Sunday. Comp. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been going a long time. Yeah. So it's it, 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 and it's a uh, that's team based. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, it, it, yes and no. Um, yep. There are some. Clubs now established, but they might add a team yep. um, and whatnot, or a team might move and make a new club. Yeah, yeah which is you know <laughs> what using. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah, really really interesting. So it's um being able to, I think it's a little bit untapped down here on the peninsula. Yes. If we could tap oh, yeah. into some of those connections on the on the yep. Sunday comp now that we're playing one day cricket, I think um you know that's uh, that's 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 the other thing. They don't really play much two-day cricket yeah. in India and, and, yeah. and, and the like. It's all sort of short-form cricket. Yeah. Yeah. And just turn up and play a game or they'll run their own tournament or yeah. something like Like we used to do in the backyard. Yeah. Mm. You know, I know what I used to do. With yeah, the, you yeah, know, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, mm. All right, so, very, that, so yeah, a bit of a watch this space with Sky and we'll and, uh, be early in the season. We'll have a chat to the Sky boys and uh, see how that's all going. Finally, Tyab, who were uh, runners-up last year, had, a, had uh, Paul Nelson, who won the medal, and uh, 
pretty handy side, batting and bowling. Uh, probably the the big change there is Nick Taranto is having a crack at uh, Frankston Peninsula again. That's great, yeah. which is good for yeah. good for Nick. It's probably a good, probably a better time. He, he had a go when he was a little a little younger, and he's probably matured a bit more in his cricket, and probably a good time for him. I think the one day cricket would be nice if they had some two day cricket for him. Yes, um, if they can manage yeah, that, yeah, because you know, he can really his, build innings. And but he's got he's he's really quick between the wickets and good hands. Yep. Yeah. So look, some very very handy players there. I reckon uh, Chaturanga's a very good player. I mentioned Paul Nelson winning the medal. I don't know uh, much about Paul Nelson. What where's where's he from? Yeah, and what, what's bowls, his background? Bowls a bit of slow stuff and uh, bats. Oh, I was going to say in the middle, you know, sort of five or six, and yeah. uh, yeah, you'll often make that match winning forty for them or pick up a couple of wickets. And uh, is he a tired? Person or is he? Well, he's, he's played there a, li- a little bit, and I f- I f- we did interview him. And I've forgotten exactly where he said he started. I had some notes on that, but yeah, I, I was I, I, I was part of that, that interview, and yeah, I can't, yeah. can't remember <laughs> either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the, but uh, yeah, a, a good player, and it, you know, couple, a couple of seasons he, he's done very well, and of course last year extremely well. Uh, they're going to be up there in in the mix again, I reckon. Head yeah, this tie bar the emerging club to me like they've got seven, seven eight sides uh nearly all six of them, of them made yeah. grand finals um, and they won a couple a, and they could well be the sleeping giant now that area has opened up yes they've, it has they've obviously got huge numbers at the club so um the first step for them though is to get out of subbies isn't it so yep. which um, is difficult to do yeah yeah very yeah. difficult oh, yeah. to do yeah. uh yeah. but they've got they're, they're another team, like we've said, with everybody. I think they'll be right in the mix again. Yeah. Um, is a huge loss for them. He is, really. Huge loss. Uh, but Nelson, like we've mentioned, yep. he kind of has just flown under the radar because he, like medalist, he's a, obviously yep. a gun player and yep. he, he won some games off his own back last year. Yep. So, uh, look, they're going to be roundabouts, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I would think so. I like Chatteranga the way he goes about it. I think Mick Edwards will, will take a key role at the top of the order. Um, Aidan Payton uh, sort of came back in ex Mount Martha boy there, yeah, Aidan. Five players score over 250 runs, which is not a bad effort. Not many teams <laughs> did that. No. Yeah, and that yeah. Them and massive anyway. as well, isn't it? Well, they've actually they moved the pitch closer to the pavilions. Oh, and right. it, and it runs pretty well. It beautiful, runs pretty well. Beautiful yeah, ground yeah, to bat on. Say I've yeah. ever, I don't yeah. think I've ever played cricket there. Yeah, it's, uh, they've done it really smart because it's such a big oval. They've yeah. moved it so it's it's either it the pitch is at centre half back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good of, idea. If that yeah. makes sense. And yeah. rope off part of the ground at the other end to, yeah. to keep it equal. Yeah. Uh, you, you'd have to think that uh, they will be right up there as well. I mean, if, if you're going to pick four, and, you, and I've already said Seaford is one you'd mention, Tide probably get mentioned in the next in the next breath. Um, but again, they, they had a couple of seasons leading into last season where we thought they were coming, we thought they were coming, and they just fell short on in a couple of key games and lost games they shouldn't have lost. There's so, no Caram Downs this year, is there? Correct. In, in subbies, like correct. there's no team that just jumps <laughs> off the page at you and says, "Well, yeah. geez, they're going to be tough yeah. to beat." I think that every team's going to be tough to beat. Um, yeah. You know, and as a coach of Boney, I'm pretty excited about all that. But uh, Tyab will be, yeah, they maybe them and Seaford are maybe the ones that's. On paper, separate themselves from the rest of the field, but but not by a lot. Um, certainly, if you added um, Toronto to that mix, I might be changing my mind. But mm. 
Uh, they've still got some real Very talent in that side. So, yeah. Probably the, the depth we're talking about, you know, the five players scoring over 250 runs, you know, four or five bowls, that's probably the difference that they're sort of Seaford and that have got a bit more depth, oh, do you I, think? I agree. Yeah. And, yeah. and Jugger and I banged on about it all last year about depth with the bowling as well, that you've got five or six bowlers um, that you can turn to is really important in this one-day cricket. Ultimately, that might be the difference this year too, whether you've got that extra bowler who doesn't yeah. get doesn't get taken over and you've got someone to back them up. Yeah. yeah. And that, you've talked about a lot today too, Heather, that first 10 overs with the ball as well. Like you, 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 do, you do want someone, if they're not going to um, take a few poles, that, that, uh, that they're not going to be hit all over the park as well. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's a really, you've got to get that balance right oh, with bat okay. and ball, particularly at the start, don't you? I love that, Jason. I reckon <laughs> the red and the white ball's different. As yeah. well, I reckon the white balls as an opening bat is easier to attack than the red ball. I, look, um, um, and I take that from experience. Last year, I, I opened with, but it was against the red ball, and it, I just struggled a bit because it swings a bit. It swings it, it a bit more consistently. More. If that's, yep. but the white ball swings, but it just seems to be not as much. Or white, I, the I, white I don't balls know. seem harder. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, which means that uh, especially if you're bowling medium pace, it comes off the bat a yeah. lot harder as well. Yeah. 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 you got Hearn as well at the top there and, and uh, Edwards and Pateman and, you know, they're all, it's interesting because they're all pretty um, technical bats. Um, well, they've got Luke Russ as well. If they yeah. get him, um, yeah. he played last year and he's he's a star on his day and he'll be better for a run last year as well, yeah. Yeah, they've, they're, they're, like we said, the depth for them and Seaford is, is maybe a little bit greater than some of those other teams and and maybe maybe that'll be the difference. But great competition, and, and well yeah. done to the leagues. You know, uh, three or four years ago when they swapped it to the four divisions, because it's it's been a massive success story in my eyes. Oh, I couldn't agree more, Jay. I couldn't agree more. I wanted to talk about. I wrote down a note before when you talked about you know investing in your juniors, and it's basically that's what it is. It's allocating where you're going to put your resources. Mm. And I know in the Geelong League, what they do is. You, you are not allowed to play in the top grade. Even if you win the second division um, premiership three years in a row, if you don't have an under-16s, you're not allowed to go up. Yep. If you don't have a – they have four teams. I think in the MPCA you should have an under-16 team and you should have an A-grade third team, whether it's A1, A2 or A3. Yep. First and seconds, obviously, and an under-16 team to play in the top division. I don't, I don't think you should be allowed – to go in to provincial if you don't yeah. meet that criteria. Yeah. So when you say top division, you mean provincial, yes. not, not just in no, no. the yeah. leagues. Yeah. If you want to get promoted yeah. to the top division, you've got to have an under-16 team, yeah. an A-grade team, A1, 2 or 3, obviously, and provincial first and seconds. Because if you don't have that, your, your club then ha are forced to put resources into recruiting. Mm -hmm. um, so... and. Uh, Cricket's a little bit different to footy, whereas cricket now has become a lot more like footy. It's about who you've recruited rather than who you've developed yeah. and brought through. So I'd like to just sort of, if we could, legislate and swing that ledger back to, yes, it's important to recruit, I get that, um, but also putting some of those resources that we talked about into their juniors as well. All right, very interesting discussion, guys. We've got Kim Jackson on the line. We, uh, we're playing phone hockey there for a moment, Kim, but I think we've sorted it all now. Good morning to you. 
Good morning, everyone. Thanks so, for having me. They are our pleasure. So, uh, a couple of years ago, when you started the, with the girls' cricket, did you expect that you'd be able to get a, a women's comp where there's perhaps eight or nine teams involved so quickly, or uh, was that always part of the plan, or fingers crossed, part of the plan? Oh, I think we said that was part of the plan. Good. Now. <laughs> <laughs> now that it's happened. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that was actually something that I was envisaging, but that's developed just naturally um, as women's cricket and women's sport in general has developed um, in all sports, actually. So I think it's become, um, it's come about more of a necessity than, um, than actually a want or a need. G'day, g'day, Kim. It's uh, Heather okay. here. How are you? Good, thank you. It's sort of bubbling along the surface, wasn't it? And just sort of thought, well, it, it, it just came a tipping point where we've got to sort of, um, rather than the girls going and the um, senior women going to play uptown, they might as well play locally, which would help with the group. So it sort of bubbled along under the surface, didn't it? Yeah, I think that I, I don't really know that we knew there was a clear pathway. There were a lot of different competitions available. Um, I think it's become a lot more streamlined now, and I think the NPCA can see we have a part to play in this. I think before um, the junior girls sort of jumped us and went to a few different other, you know, community cricket, premier cricket, um, and I don't think we knew where our place was, whereas I think now we can see if we have this competition, um, we've got a few things that we can achieve. We can, um, you know, provide an opportunity for women to play sport, um, which is, you know, one of our purposes. Um, we can provide... Um, community involvement um, in clubs where women are more represented and I think the football is a great case study for how clubs have just gone through the roof mm. um, by having women involved in the club and then the third one is providing a, a quite a clear pathway now um, sort of from junior girls to get women and, and for those people who want or women who want to you know linking up with Frankston Peninsula um, there, there's a pathway for that elite um, cricketer who would like to, to go and take their ticket further so there's sort of the three main reasons, really, that we've got involved um, in putting women's uh, competition together. Fantastic. So did I get those those numbers right? Uh, I've talked to uh, to uh, Jason Nagel over the past couple of weeks. And yep. I'm pretty sure it was something like eight or nine teams and uh, and well spread around the peninsula too, I noticed. Yes, yeah, so we're aiming for eight. We've currently got five certainties and three um, sort of just sitting on the fence at the moment. Um, so hopefully that'll make our eight. Um, well before the season starts. Um, but it's been great because there are quite a you know, half of those Southern Peninsula clubs, um, which is fabulous. You know, Ride, Tukaruk, um, Balneary, um, really keen to um, be involved. And then we've got Lang Warren and Pines um, down this end as well. So, um, you know, next year there's a few local clubs who have been in women's community cricket. So hopefully, you know, next year we'll be um, able to accommodate them as well. So it's very exciting. So Pines managed to get a team without any Jacksons in, or have you got a couple of daughters as well that we weren't sure of? <laughs> no, I've got a, no, definitely no daughters, um, and I'm definitely not playing. Oh, um, I didn't inherit any of those skills off my dad. Um, but I do have niece, a niece, Marinda, who's a very good cricketer, yes. and I've got a sister-in-laws who are um, great cricketers too. Um, but whether we can um, con Fiona into playing is another thing. We've actually got 10 players without... Um, even really trying very hard. We had people sign up within the first three days. Kim, um, 
That's reckon great. I've been saying this for a long time, um, being a teacher down here, that it's it's also it's a sleeping giant women's cricket. Um, the the girls, uh, having coached um, a lot of school women, women's cricket, the girls absolutely love it um, and are crying out for for something like this. So, is there what's the best way the girls down here can kind of get involved? Well, I think I think you're right. Well, I know you're right. <laughs> um, girls really love it. Um, but girls love that they love the challenge of playing with boys. Quite a number of girls, but girls really like playing with girls. They're social mm. beasts, um, possibly more than boys. Um, I know boys are social as well, but um, girls like playing with friends. So if you get one or two girls wanting to play in the team, generally you get two of their friends, and next week you've got a team. Um, but the I suppose what um, we need to do, and, and that's the hard bit is how do we club known to schools and how does you know I had a parent in the other day saying I want my daughter to play um, girls cricket where do I go and I thought well how do we promote that um, mm. that there are clubs and if clubs haven't got a team they might say well we haven't got a team so you have to go somewhere else um, so it, it, it's a little bit tricky but I think if we can just get um, girls um, going to local clubs and saying hey I want to play cricket um, and then clubs will either put them in with the boys to start with but then have that vision. We'd like to have a girls' team next year. It's a really good point. Great question too, Jace. That that if if someone wants to play cricket, and you live in um, Bonio, yeah, and you go to school in Bonio, you go to Bonio Cricket Club to play cricket, yeah. whether it, whether that's you're that. female, or male. So that's mm. and that's what the league are doing here by look offering towards, the yeah. product by saying, okay, yeah. we've got a um, junior. F- girls team yep. competition we've got a senior women's competition now so if you want to play cricket go down to your yep. local cricket club yep. it doesn't matter where you're from or mm. who you are you can play <laughs> cricket here that, and that, yep. i suppose that's probably where we've got to get to and, we're, and it takes yep. a little takes a um, bit of work to get there but we're well on the way i reckon and some of the great stuff the so. mpca are doing yeah oh it's fantastic and I, think, and I think the clubs just need to be sort of have that vision of well, we haven't got a girls team we haven't actually um got enough girls but if i encourage these girls to play you know boys teams um, we can build from that, um, you know, because it, it's hard for clubs. It's, clubs are run by volunteers, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they, they put a lot of effort into getting their senior teams organised, their junior teams organised, and then uh, and a girls team. And that's sort of what it's been a little bit like. And I, and I understand that, but we've got to kind of change that thinking. So let's really try and get a girls team because that will um, build our club in the future. I, and I think that is the future. Like we've seen mm. it completely transform local sport in winter with the yeah, football, footy, football footy clubs footy. And, yeah. and the girls' football as well. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think, yeah, I, I, Kim's obviously, that, that's where you're heading with it, but to have sporting clubs in summer, um, yeah. I think's what we've got to aim towards, yeah. yeah. Everyone well, goes, everyone our, can go uh, down there. Hmm. Yeah, and half of our um, women's team that signed up um, at, being, uh, at Pines um, are netballers. Okay. Right. So, they want to stay involved in the club feel. You yeah. know, they want to be involved. They want to um, come for Thursday night meal. Um, they've had it in football and they want to keep going all year round. You know, why should it stop for summer and then start back up again in winter? So that's been interesting. Pines had Pines had a strong women's team quite a few years ago. And they, I think they had a couple yeah. of famous names in there too, a Hale and a Jackson and a <laughs> Entwistle, I think, was in the team. Yeah. Lorraine Bauer. Yeah, yeah. So, at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's it's good to get that back up and running again, and hopefully, can get a few of the um, players that used to play back down to support. Oh, there might be, there might be a few. Yeah, 
they put me on crutches now. <laughs> just to support. Yeah. Very good. So, so yeah. just just remind people, Kim, too, what, because I know they've, they've juggled the dates or the days of the week around so we can maximise the use of ground. So what, sure. when, when are they all playing, the girls and the women's games? Sure. Well, the girls are playing predominantly on a Tuesday night. That's their, um, their fixture day, day yep. of the week. And the women are playing uh, 10-20s on Sunday afternoon. Um, but I just want to point out that um, if two clubs um, say, well, we've actually got a free ground on the Friday night, and we can both accommodate that on the Friday night, then they've got that flexibility to move, move around a little bit in both of degrees. Um, so it's, it's the set day is Sunday, or Sunday afternoon, but it's a little bit flexible for clubs. You might want to promote the women's game or the girls' game, um, but they're, the, they're the, the kind of predominant days, Tuesdays for the girls and Sunday afternoon for the women. And w- isn't that a great idea, though? I'm just thinking that Sunday afternoon, the, the, the women's T20 will be on, and you go down to your local club and... You watch the game. You'll know some of the some of the women playing because they're you know involved, been involved with the club, and yeah, it'd be fantastic. We've also um I know a few I think a few clubs have done this, but at Pines we've got one of our first players um, coaching the women, so um, that's also giving that sort of that that link, an expert, someone who teaches women and the skills of games. So the women at Pines and I think a few other clubs, that's one of our issues. I suppose with new, they're all new. Um, so they need to that expert coaching um, skill-wise um, to get themselves going. Um, but that's also making a link with um, the men's teams as well, having that coach come in. And that's, that's a really good point, Kim. It's also some of the language that you use when you're trying to recruit female yeah. players. It's yeah. not about, do you like cricket? Do you like having fun? Yeah. You know, and then come along and yeah. then, yeah. you know... and. I know personally, um, now Jase, we were talking about it before, when you're on the ground, you know, blokes can take it a bit seriously, but every single girls' tournament that I went to with the Sharks and the rep cricket, I've never seen people have so much fun. And, and it makes you think, geez, mm. I for, it makes you remember why you play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, right. you know, I'm coaching. Well, actually, sorry. Actually, so I was going to say, talking about um, representative cricket, um, we do have the VMC nominations yes. for girls coming out this week. So we're entering um, an under 12, 14, and 17 team, oh, awesome. um, which is really exciting. Yeah. So um, that's coming up. And I just wanted to add in before I have to go, because I need other things to talk about. Um, but the girls um, will be starting um, on Tuesday, the 23rd of November. Um, that's our, our aim. Um, and just in general for junior cricket, um, Jason wanted me to pass on that the fixtures will hopefully be out by the end of this month. Um, and just a little bit, you were talking about numbers before I heard about teams and some of the clubs. Um, this is sort of busting the trend a little bit, I think, in sport, especially with COVID. I think we're all worried about teams going down, mm. numbers going down. But we've grown from 161 registered teams last year in juniors across the board to 183 this year. Gee, that's um, great. Which is, I think, it's sort of showing that the kids are crying out to play competitive sports yeah. in some way, which is fabulous. Absolutely. Kim, great chatting with you and we'll certainly yeah. uh, keep pushing that message and as, as the fixtures come out in a few weeks' time and as it gets closer to November 23, we'll have another couple of chats with you. Oh, I'd love that and um, thanks everyone for supporting me. Yeah, I think just on the final note, I think we're a great organisation or association and um, we've got such fantastic um, dynamic clubs and um, we're trying to do the best we can to support um, all the work that the local clubs and volunteers are putting in. So, 
Very much so. We'll just hope our general manager can lift can lift his game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned we've gone backwards a bit by having him, um, but hopefully, fingers <laughs> crossed, he's lift. Yeah. Good on you, Kim. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Kim. Heather, there's a genuine pathway now for women to go up the levels as well. Like yeah. you've, uh, you and I have both had a bit to do with with Ali and Ali Donald, and and um, you know the the role models at yes. the top end. Oh, they're, they're our they're number fantastic. one sporting team yep. across the country now. Yeah, but it's a, these young girls, Ellie and Lucy Cripps, who played at Baden Powell. Mm. That's their job. They're cricketers. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm. And um, uh, the the who would have thought that ten years ago? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and they, they um, Ellen O'Ellie's studying as well yeah, through yeah. it. So she's getting you know rather than having to get a part time job while she's studying, you know, she's keeping fit and playing cricket. Mm. And you know, it's been um, it's a phenomenal opportunity. And um, the the and the, as you say, Jace, I mean, um, that top team, the Australian women's team, is Fantastic. sensational. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. great to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Meg Lanning. I mean, what a Class player, yeah, yeah. absolute yeah. superstar. Yeah. And she was like, I yeah. remember hearing about her as a, a teen. I think she was playing in her first eleven as a with the boys as a sort of 13, 14 year old. So, um, yeah, it's very good. It's really, really good to chat there with Kim and great. What what it does, I reckon, when we when, and I've seen this with a few associations when you. Um, you grow your girls and your female participation. The people watching and having a great look at your lefty ear at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> Jason. The, the, the camera just moved. They, um, they, uh, um, you, you're throwing me there. <laughs> uh, they, uh, the, the, um, I forgot what I was going to say now. It was a ripping point to oh. you, mongrel. Uh, yeah. We'll get you back. We'll get you back. What it does, I oh, know now, what it does is it, it creates, there's a, the, the leagues have to think laterally Yes. And, you know, yeah. instead of Saturday morning and yeah, yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday training, yeah. you know, you've got to yeah. change things up. Change it up, And yeah. the, the grounds are there. We've yeah. got to use them as much as we can. Otherwise, yeah. other sports will come in, yeah. mm. you know. So it, it, gives you, um, it, it gives you an opportunity to think laterally. And then now, all of a sudden, the league are offering under-12s on a Wednesday yeah. night and all that kind of stuff. So it sort of makes us yep. grow as yeah. an organisation as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see how the, the 12s on the Wednesday go and yeah, be good it sounds see. like the, the women will be playing yeah. midweek as well which is yeah, really which good is great head up thanks for joining us uh, today mate that was the end of our our sub district preview and and other things of course uh, next